Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. You're really looking forward to it, and we do have Tim Mills uh, on the phone, CEO of uh, Rickerton Park. Tim, great to be catching up with you uh, once again, and really looking forward to the week ahead. What a cracker it's going to be. Yeah, good morning, Matthew, Jordan. Good morning, Australia, and good morning, uh, New Zealand, and to everyone who's listening in, and uh, really looking forward with some excitement to our three-day Grand National Festival of Racing, which, as it does every year, heralds in the new racing season. What's the, the, the weather conditions going to be like, Tim? What are we expecting, particularly for, for tomorrow's racing? Well, an awful lot better than uh, than two weeks ago. Um, Matt, as you'll appreciate, being a Cantabrian, we had atrocious weather. July was the wettest July ever in Canterbury's history, and in fact, the wettest month ever in Canterbury's history. So uh, we were on the back foot, and unfortunately, sort of uh, talking to a few guys yesterday who have travelled down, there was a the old social media with the photos of water surface water and everything probably didn't do us any favours, uh, even though we were putting out our own uh, vision to show that Canterbury was draining away, which it has done exceptionally well. The weather this week has been beautiful and the tracks come back. Uh, it's still going to be a heavy 10, but nothing like it would have been two weeks ago. Weather forecast, we've got our uh, hearts and our mouths a wee bit. We've got a little bit of a fruit salad of the weather for the next six or seven days but in these three-day carnivals I just take each day as they come um, there is a bit of forecast for uh, some rain uh, perhaps tomorrow afternoon but going into the day I think we'll end up when you consider we've got a race called the Winning Edge Presentations Winter Cup you do have to expect some heavy going from time to time Okay we've got we've got small fields for the jumping races but I guess that the main thing is that we were able to get those off the ground and good to see Kevin Myers uh, making the trip down once again he's always been a, a fantastic supporter of the carnival Well Kevin and Mark Oligan uh, looked at some of those photos and said well we're two weeks out why are we panicking now it won't be that bad in two weeks time and so they have supported the meeting um you know probably just just does illustrate the fragility of the number of jumpers or the number of people providing the jumpers in New Zealand uh, two or three of our regulars for just you know a number of reasons horses not performing and the likes uh, aren't here this year the numbers are smaller than we hope but the bottom line is that they will go ahead the feature races they will be exciting there will be some history written as horses win the two grand nationals in particular the racecourse hotel grand national steeplechase on Saturday week so it's still going to be a festival well worth attending and well worth following. And whatever happens, as I said, there will be some history written in the next uh, three days of racing. And one of those things, Tim, you speak of history, we've seen it in, in Hong Kong, we've seen it in Singapore, where they've been able to use two different tracks on the same day. And for the first time in New Zealand, we'll be using the turf track and the synthetic on Wednesday, I believe. We are, yes, a, a novelty, again, just showing the versatility of Rickerton Park for a three-day carnival. And, you know, there's not many uh, three-day carnivals left in New Zealand, and um, 
it's something we're proud of and we want to keep going. So the, the two hurdle races will be run on the turf and the flat races will be run on the poly track and just looking through the entries which close in half an hour. You know, we've got 14 entries for the amateur riders race. The rating 65s have got 25 and 19. Um, so there is real uh, support for those races and those grades. And it will be a point of difference. It uh, will, of course, take the weather out of the equation if the bad weather does come on Tuesday. And then we can sit tight and uh, put the track back for Saturday week, which will all be back on the turf. And what are the numbers looking like at the moment for the Grand National Steeplechase in eight days' time? We're probably at this stage uh, looking at a field of, of around about eight with an ounce of luck. Um, there's, looks like there's going to be about eight nominations. Um, I suppose being completely frank, we have to hope that horses get through. The four horses that are racing tomorrow get through it unscathed. Look, at the best result's going to be a field of eight, but if we've probably got six or seven, that's going to be in keeping with the feature jumping races. Matt, going right back to the Alpuni hurdles in May when... I think six went round in the Alpuni hurdles and four in the Manawatu steeplechase. Waikato was eight and eight. Uh, Hawke's Bay was six in the hurdles and seven in the steeple and, and nine of each went round at Trentham with, with a number not completing the course. So, look, we're probably on par with the numbers that have been in the feature races this winter. Let's hope it's just one of those winters where the numbers in the big open races have been light, but it will be a spectacle no matter what. I tell you what will be a spectacle. That'll be the Winter Cup with green luck coming in, probably helping the majority of the field getting right down in the weights. So you would have cast your eye over the 18-horse field for the Group 3 Winning Edge Presentations Winter Cup. Is there one horse that's jumping out of the page at you that looks like a winner? Well, probably a little bit like many people. I'm looking at number seven, Kick On, trained by Kevin Myers, ridden by Cozzy Asano, of course, was... Uh, here at Rickerton Park as an apprentice jockey when he was champion jockey. I'll have a wee bit of a soft spot for Lord Darcy, trained by my good mate Bevan Wilson, who played at fullback for the All Blacks. Um, I'd love to see Bevan win, uh, win a Winter Cup and Terry Mosley, another one of our good mates here at Rickerton Park. So probably the head going for kick-on and the heart going for uh, Lord Darcy. And just before we let you go, Tim, I'm sure there'll be some of the Australian listeners who will be looking for a bit of a trip away, and, and one of those trips might come up as the Cup Carnival across three days in November. How can people get involved in terms of ticketing there and, and finding their way potentially into one of the hospitality sweeps? Look, just our website, um, rickettandpark.co.nz. It's a fantastic week for the Australian listeners of all three codes of racing, plus the uh, agricultural and pastoral show, which is New Zealand's biggest. So anyone who's got an interest in anything animal or rural, our New Zealand Cup and Show Week is just starts on our, our Saturday, uh, goes on to the Tuesday at Addington, Saturday at Rickerton, Thursday at the Dogs, so Friday at Addington and uh, Saturday at Rickerton, and of course the show on the last three days. Uh, go to the website. Anyone's got any troubles, we're only a phone call away as well, and we'd certainly welcome any Australian visitors. We've got two Group 1 races, the Albasti Equi World New Zealand 2,000 guineas, the Barnswood Farm New Zealand 1,000 guineas for the three-year-old fillies, uh, and, of course, the two miles of the uh, Martin Collins New Zealand Cup. So uh, big stake increases this year across the carnival as well for our new, in the relativity of the New Zealand racing scene. So it, I reckon it's going to be an absolute cracker carnival. And with no COVID, because, of course, a year ago, uh, I think it was the Tuesday after Grand National Steeplechase Day, New Zealand went back into lockdown. Let's uh, say a little Hail Mary that that doesn't happen again because Cup Week will be enormous this year.
And Tim, finally, was there anything else across the meeting tomorrow that uh, our SEN punters can can have a bit of a nibble at? Was there something else on the programme that you thought was worth a punt? I think race seven, number one, Rock Island line, uh, Lisa Latter, uh, a trainer from Alapuni in the North Island, regularly brings big teams to this meeting. She very rarely goes home without winning a race at the, at the Grand National Festival. I see there's a four-kilo claimer on, which will help. So race seven, number one, perhaps. Good on you, Tim. Enjoy the week ahead. No, we will, Matt. It's always great fun. And, uh, yep, good luck, and thank you for having me on the show. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's, together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.